At University of Virginia Health System, we're for bringing advanced care closer to home. So we're bringing health knowledge directly to you with UVA Health System Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Repeatedly performing the same athletic task, such as throwing a baseball, can lead to injuries. What steps can athletes take to reduce their risk for these repetitive stress injuries? My guest today is Dr. Stephen Brockmeyer. He's a board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in sports medicine and shoulder surgery at UVA. Welcome to the show, Dr. Brockmeyer. So tell us a little bit about some of the more common stress injuries that you see. Uh, Thanks, Melanie. Thanks for having me. Um, so uh, each sport kind of has its own subset of, uh, of repetitive or what we could like to call overuse injuries. Um, the ones that we see most commonly or certainly get the most attention um, are associated with the overhead athletes, as you mentioned in the, uh, in, in the introduction to this topic, uh, something you hear very commonly associated with either baseball players uh, or racket sport players like tennis, um, where you have some overuse injuries that are pretty common involving the, o- the elbow or the shoulder um, Uh, And these are pretty common things that we see. So in sports, in our little athletes, in our high school and collegiate athletes, and I'm sure in professional sports, Dr. Brockmeyer, they have, you know, throwing limits. And there's there's people that put it out there that you, you know, can't have your little athlete out there for more than a few innings or more than. So what are they doing to hopefully reduce these? Yeah, so there's a lot of research going on in this area, specifically in the baseball player population. Um, and, and really what they're looking at is, is there a pitch count, um, and is there a better pitch count given the age of the athlete? Uh, there's a subset of these that we see in, in youth athletes that really can be very problematic. Um, and so either looking at pitch counts, um, I think, you know, one of the major mistakes uh, that are made, you know, especially with, with those of us who are parents with our children, uh, is underestimating uh, the rest that these children will need. So it's not only pitch counts in one given outing, uh, but it's also some time for the for the arm to kind of rest and, and, and recover from a, a repetitive stress-type sport. Um, so oftentimes these kids will pitch, and then they'll go play in the outfield or they'll go play at a different position, and there's really not a lot of downtime to let the arm accommodate, and that's, I think, one of the common uh, mistakes that we see. With all sports, and even with, you know, exercisers running and, and people that do certain exercises repetitively, these overuse injuries are becoming more and more common. Do you recommend cross-training? What do you recommend as a way to sort of prevent some of these overuse injuries? Yeah, I mean, I think you mentioned uh, one of the, the key areas of pre- prevention is, is uh, good, healthy conditioning. You know, I preach moderation to my patients. You know, I think uh, youth sports in particular have drifted over to being kind of a specialist, so uh, a kid's a baseball player or a soccer player um, or a basketball player, and it used to be back when I was a child that, that you know, the, you know, the three-sport athletes were the true athletes. I think some of the better athletes you'll see are the ones who really develop their athleticism through a lot of different sports, um, and so one of the traps, obviously, is doing the same sport repetitively. Um, if that's something that you're doing, I think it's really critical to train in different ways to improve on your endurance and uh, your muscle memory and all those various things without doing the same exact thing over and over and over again. What do you do if you do start to suffer an overuse injury, a repetitive stress injury? Do you like your patients to ice, elevate, rest, wrap? What is it you want people to do to give these some relief? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the good news is with a lot of these injuries, the majority of times this is something that gets better without any type of intervention. Um, uh, and, and the key component almost always is going to be rest, meaning uh, that the athlete needs to, uh, to 
take a period of time, and normally it's not just a day or two, um, away from their sport to let their body try to recover. You know, the majority of these can get better if you just give your body a chance to help. Um, so icing can be helpful. Rest is critical. There are certain rehabilitation exercises uh, that are specific to each type of injury that we will often institute, uh, and things of that nature uh, is the initial steps that we'll take. And that normally gets these better in the majority of, uh, of athletes. And what about those people that are just your exercisers? I mean, how, they don't want to stop running, right, Dr. Brockmeyer? They don't want to stop going to the gym, doing the things that they're doing. You know, how do you get those people to settle down a little bit, cross-train, do some other things? Yeah, I mean, I think to really uh, to really answer that question, you may, you may want to have a psychotherapist on the, on the, uh, on the line here because <laughs> yeah. this is really a way of life. I mean, you know, people don't generally get these types of injuries sitting on the couch, um, and so it's really hard for some of these people to take a break. Um, and so what I tend to try to do is I try to find a different area that they can maintain, you know, some of the, the kind of stress release and some of the other aspects of, of sports or of fitness that these people, you know, really use this for and focus them on, the, on that area while they're letting their body recover. So if it's a runner, for example, you know, maybe they try swimming or other type of cross-training type activities you know, if it's a baseball player or if it's somebody who's playing a specific uh, sport, maybe you focus on some of the training aspects of things. And sometimes these people actually really get into the rehab uh, portion of the treatment for these types of injuries. So you can kind of try to focus their energy and their attention and their, um, you know, kind of their obsession, so to speak, uh, on, on rehabilitating from the injury. And they tend to be pretty dedicated to that. Dr. Brockmeyer, what we're seeing now, something sort of new in the sports medicine field, and it's not even necessarily in sports medicine now, are occupational repetitive stress injuries. I mean, from everything from using a computer to texting these things, these overuse injuries. Are you seeing that now? Yeah, you know, you do. Um, You know, occupational injuries account for a good percentage of the patients that we see. Uh, for a variety of things, both overuse injuries as well as structural uh, things that may require surgery. Um, and this is something that can be particularly challenging because it's not like this is, you know, this is a, a hobby or this is, a, you know, kind of a recreational pursuit. This is how somebody makes their living. So that's a real challenging thing because oftentimes it requires at least a period of time uh, to allow the body to recover from whatever the treatment's going to be. Um, and can have major impact and ramification for this individual uh, as far as how they make a living. Are you looking at ergonomics? Are you helping them to decide different positional ways that maybe whatever it is they're doing can, you know, not cause some of these repetitive injuries that you might be seeing? Yeah, certainly. Um, You know, ergonomics from the standpoint of kind of the the elbow and wrist type injuries that we see commonly, very important. Uh, Low back, you know, this is something that obviously all of us will get from time to time. Uh, but the way that you lift for those who do labor um, is really critical. And then some of the stuff that I see in the shoulder or in the knee, a lot of these things um, are related to repetitive stress as well. So maybe uh, limiting overhead positioning of the arm to kind of let the shoulder um, maybe not be quite as symptomatic um, or positional things with relation to the lower extremity. All of these things are really things that you have to consider um, to try to get these people healthy and, and pain-free and, and to be able to continue to, to do their job. It's really, you know, a a burgeoning field and a burgeoning topic, this occupational frozen shoulder from your desk being at an improper height and such. So what do you tell people when they've got this kind of situation? Do you, you know, ask them to assess their work situation and then go from there? 
You know, it's funny. A lot of people have already done that. You know, people are always looking for why. It, it shouldn't be that all of a sudden my shoulder starts hurting. So what's happened? And sometimes it is something related to either repetitive things that they're doing at work that initially they don't seem to, uh, to pick up on but then do. And other times they're just trying to find a reason. And, and some things we see uh, will come on just with age-related changes or just with use over time. Um, but these are things, these are questions that we often will ask when we're first meeting a patient. You know, how did this happen? What are some things that may be contributing? And how can we address those things um, to try to minimize symptoms for you? So, yeah, all of these things are very critical. In just the last few minutes, Dr. Brockmeyer, if you would, give listeners your very best advice on those that may be suffering from sports-related repetitive stress injuries, overuse injuries, and why they should come to UVA Orthopedics for their sports medicine care. Sure. Well, I mean, I think, you know, what I would tell them is, is obviously this is something that's really common, so you're very much not alone. Um, and a lot of times it can be managed very efficiently just by recognizing what the problem is and taking some simple steps to try to address it and correct it. The body can correct a lot of these problems if just just given the opportunity to do so. Um, Our group, we really have a multi-specialty group. Uh, uh, I have four partners who are uh, board-certified and uh, subspecialty trained orthopedic surgeons for those patients who do require more specialized care, but we have primary care sports medicine doctors, uh, specialists in running athletes and other uh, conditioning-type sports, uh, exercise physiologists, things of that nature, and all of us work together to treat kind of the, the entire spectrum, essentially, uh, of uh, uh, bone and joint problems and try to get people to be active uh, and to be healthy and fit and enjoy their lives and their jobs and their uh, other pursuits. Thank you so much for being with us. Absolutely great information. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. For more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.